0: Guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life podcast, and I am here with Ali Stagnita who's got a really interesting background today.
1: Yes, I'm um, finishing up my Florida residency. I've been here for about Boom. two and a half weeks. Um, I've had some back to back bachelorette parties, so <laughs> I that's know, so it fun. fun. I've been living.
0: It's like the gift of the been pandemic. Been the gift good. of the pandemic is that you everyone can work remote.
1: Yep, I've been living in Florida at my parents' house. Um so I'm a Boca grandma and then sometimes <laughs> I'm a Miami bitch <laughs> <laughs> for these parties. But yes, I am I'm sitting outside and it is lovely out. Um but I'm really excited to be here remotely. Um and we have a really fun guest today.
0: Yay! Yes, we sure do. A friend of the show. We love having her on and we have her, are having her on for a very specific reason because she is a bachelor nation expert and (laughs) we're all going to talk everything about the bachelor finale that has just happened Mm -hmm. and so and we're going to tell you why she's an expert or we'll ask her to tell you why she's an expert so everybody welcome our friend Arden Marine. Hi, everybody. Hello, I thank did you it so right. Most- no, I did it right. You- Marine. Yeah, you got it right. You ne- you yes. stuck your landing.
2: <laughs> First of all, it's so good to see you guys. I was so excited that you asked me. I always enjoy coming on your podcast. And um, yes, I host a comedy podcast about The Bachelor called Will You Accept This Rose that I've done for I think eight years. It's and so fantastic. it is it's on iHeartRadio. It's super fun. We have um, stand-ups, comedians, people like Lance Bass. We have super fans. We don't trash the show at all. We don't ever read spoilers, but we make jokes along the way and we try to guess who's gonna win, who's gonna be the villain. Like we treat it like a fantasy football league. (laughs) You you
0: really do have such an interesting crew uh, covering this. And I love that you, on your Instagram, everybody should follow Arden's Instagram. It's hilarious but you post pictures of your, will you accept this Rose crew? And it's yeah. like very unlikely people, but yeah. maybe not for fantasy football, but for going through the bachelor.
2: It's fascinating. you know, when I first started it, I had never watched the bachelor before Caitlin Bristow season. And, um, I wasn't really interested. And then somebody talked me into watching it and, I was hooked immediately. And then when it came back for Ben Higgins season, I realized I wanted to, I saw so many of my fun and funny friends were tweeting about it. And I was like, oh, I'll just do this for fun for a little bit, just so I have somebody to talk about it with. (laughs) And then, you know, 450 episodes later, including like, if we include the Patreon, we have like 350 on the main feed, like lo and behold, who would have thought the bachelor franchise would, I would make so many friends because of it. There's such a community and you never know who's a bachelor fan. You know, you have Uh, people like Lance Bass you have stand-up comedians like Jim Jeffries or Fortune Feimster like you just you don't know who's going to be just in on The Bachelor and
0: like secretly a secret secretly
2: (laughs) I lured in this year our rookies this year are Margaret and Joe from Real Housewives of New Jersey I got to watch wow yeah so it's really fun and what's fun about it is also the only point of entry in order to come sort of play with us is just to just watch an episode or two and that that every everybody's an expert that you like, it's fun to get the point of view of somebody who's never watched before. We like, there's, there's different, anybody can come play as long as they come. They don't, you know, we have a few rules, like don't read spoilers. Don't sit there and be like, this is so fake. It's like, okay, well, we're all actually rooting for them to find love. And like, there has to be like, it has to work sometimes. So like, just come, don't be negative and come play with us.
0: Well and listen i one of the things that i loved about the bachelor this year in the finale is that they truly did find love and it's always such a disappointment yes and when the bachelor or the bachelorette says yeah. well we're committed to dating no getting right. to know each other better
2: i mean I, look here's the, the name of the unfortunately I do want people to fall in love and get married. Like, I, you know, I actually really am rooting for people to have the happily ever after. But like a lot of them don't work out from the main franchise. So just give us the thrill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, you can break up in like a week, you know? <laughs> and this year, I actually thought, even though it wasn't my favorite season ever, what I did really what I thought I felt like it really got fun the last few episodes and and I didn't realize how much I missed a classic ending, how much I missed whose ankles, what, what pair of heels are getting out of the limo first. We haven't <laughs> had that in so many seasons where you're like, what dress is it? Whose shoes are it? Like, And sitting in the audience, the grown when they saw the yellow dress I think people were Gabby was so endearing and she so wore her the heart like dress it was oh my god great dress and then her dress her in-studio dress oh yeah holy cow that that plunging sparkle dress, revenge
0: dress dress, for sure
2: the the princess Diana revenge dress which I've tried to find out who made online and if anybody could I couldn't figure out the brand yet I was just like that dress whoever like there's no designer mentioned that I could find yet my last name is Marine M-Y-R-I-N <laughs> put it on my con like like comments or DM me I want to know who made that dress um you can feel like we for me, because I don't read spoilers, I did not know how this was going to end. And that made it a fun ending. We got the proper two car pull up. We got the we got the shoes out of the limo. And then we actually got a happily ever after because they do both live in Austin. I actually feel like they stand a chance. Like it's not they don't have to have upheaval in their lives. They could both keep living their lives. And they're in the same city already. I was sitting near both families. They seem very excited to kind of like talk to each other. It seemed like good vibes between the families so I thought it was sort of a fun ending.
1: Well, and also too, I think that like how I always felt like once they kind of got away from that, like final rose ceremony, yeah, um, it was like, I just spent an entire season That's right. watching that. Right. Right. And like, yeah. first of all, you're going to choose this one that we know that you're not with already. Or yeah. something, or th- yeah. that you have a little after thing where you find out they cheated or they this or yeah. they that, go back to the other. Like it's, Definitely more rewarding as an audience member to like see them at least end up with somebody. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell they you-
0: seem really in love that they do seem
2: someone, yeah. some very actually in love with. I 100, and I realized as soon as I was saying it out loud, I lied to you guys. I oh. did watch like three seasons early on, and the like very <laughs> early, and the reason I stopped was I, I watched. Andrew Firestone season. I, I think I watched somebody else, and then I watched Jen Chef season, Pardon? and then and uh, Jen Chef season, she at the end. I don't know if you remember, but she was like, "I choose not to choose," and I was so angry that I had given huh. like forty hours of my life at minimum, and that I was like, I tapped out. I didn't watch it again until Caitlyn season because. So I agree with you, like. Again, like these are real people's lives. I understand maybe you don't want to have like a failed engagement or whatever, but like, I don't know. Like it, it, it does feel nice to actually feel like these people seem. They did look really happy in person. They I did. will say they, they, they really yeah. did. For
0: it's like you seem to feel that. Come on, guys! It's a TV show. Give us like a just give I it mean, to us. Just pretend. Like, just yeah, go along with the myth. Have fun with it for a while.
2: And there's been so many you know there's been so many things where like it's just hasn't it's been complicated like we haven't yeah. gotten we've had you know the Ari and the the airbnb camera becca. that yeah. that was brutal the airbnb like in live time like with no edits like chasing around that airbnb loop with becca and like oh that you know, was well that was, was brutal I mean, that was unbelievable brutal.
0: television and yeah it was brutal we have the Colton. but it was watching. brutal now wait. wait a second, we do we should just pause for a second because you've told our, our, our listeners and our viewers here that you've mentioned you were in the audience a couple yes. of times. I so got to go. Got we to go. have so many questions like how did that happen? How did oh that God. happen? And what was it like actually okay. to be in the in the audience watching the thank you after the rose, the final rose?
2: Thank you so much for asking, Bonnie. Um, <laughs> okay, I've never been and I'd heard. Like from contestants and stuff, I always said, I want to go, I want to go. And they're like, no, 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 you don't want, it's, you know, it's really long. You don't want to go. I got to tell you, you want to go. It was I, you could see me on TV at the end, at the very end, <laughs> dancing around Jesse Palmer, so happy, like staring into camera, dancing because I was trying to get <laughs> Nate. I was trying to get Nate to come down. They told like we were in the like VIP section, and they told us to come dance in a, the circle around Jesse, like the end of Saturday Night Live, like when they circle the host. Dude. And yeah. so I would I had been chatting with the Bachelor contestant Nate, who like gave you know who was on the season last year with him, and they, he spoke out. And so I was trying. That's why I was like, I look like I'm literally staring right into camera, but I was trying to get neat. but I look <laughs> like a crazy dancing. Blonde roll lady. Back. I'm going to roll yeah. back to it's my the credit. final Let's credits of the back. dancing. I'm like literally like dancing, like a psychopath, like so excited. Um, So I made a lot of jokes on camera about how I was dying to go. And then I had a friend who like heard that and was like, I know somebody who works there. Um you know, I'll see if I can get you tickets. And so I wasn't sure until Friday before I got this email that had my confirmation and I was leaving for a wedding. I went to a Tahoe, like for a wedding last weekend. So I was so bummed because I've always joked that I wanted to wear like a jewel tone dress. <laughs> Cause everybody's in jewel tones in the audience. So like, but I was leaving. So I had to like, just pull something from my closet. Cause I didn't know I would have bought a jewel tone dress. Okay. I didn't know I was going I got to go buy, I got to have one on standby for the rest of my life, but, um, it was super fun. It and it's not that long because it's live. So you're there, you know, they COVID tested us. Yeah. You're You have a hard out like at 11 PM Eastern time. So it was five to eight. I had to get there at four for COVID testing. You know, I brought a couple snacks in my pocket and good I idea. was always a good idea. It was, thr- I thought the set was beautiful. It was a really well-run show. Um, jesse palmer was hotter in person (laughs) oh but he was another disappointment
0: because he never like he was a bachelor yeah
2: yeah Yeah. and where is he now nobody yeah yeah. Yeah. well he's the host Uh, yes i know we
0: want want the happy end. we
2: want the love and so um it was really exciting to be there and so then you watch it on the big screen and it is you know, this the screen is beautiful, the stage is beautiful. All those candles were real practical candles. It was real fire. It wasn't just like a turn-on candle. Somebody had to go around and light all the candles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in person, I gotta say, Gabby looked so stunning in person. It was crazy um, Ariel looked like a goddess that had like a Greek goddess had landed. Like yeah, it was
0: her dress too. Oh my God. The great revenge
2: dress. With, exactly. With the flowing neck train yes. and like the Ariana Grande ponytail, right, mace, like and... mythological goddess just fall, ascending yeah. to the heaven as she's done. It was, it was, um, it was really exciting and because and, I think nobody knew how it was going to end. And you know, I think Gabby was so real and had had such a difficult journey the last two episodes. Yeah, he was brutal. It was, that it was brutal. It was brutal. It was brutal. And then it was brutal when he said he loved her. And then yes. it was brutal when she was like, I knew, I knew I'm unlovable. Like you could feel the audience wanting to wrap their arms, like just to like be like, no, you you are lovable, like like you. There was so much. I mean, I think there was goodwill towards obviously Katie and Zach, and they're happy for them. But the goodwill towards Gabby, you could feel. I think people were after what happened last week and this week. I think people were really rooting for Gabby to win. To be honest, in the well, audience. I think I think that I was shocked, and as along with
0: her, uh, that she didn't realize. That the whole scene of him oh. talking about the sleeping with her. Yeah. And that she was going, that he was gonna let the other two finalists know yes. about it, like that that was all gonna be public and that that she already felt like she had was a scarlet woman. I know. And then she, the nation sees it. And the bachelor he, nation sees it.
2: Look, and as week. as we learned from with Andy and Nick Vile, like that like, and I think times have changed a little bit, but there still is the person who takes the brunt of the shaming, the sex shaming is the woman, you know, often like that. And that I think, you know, it's sort of assumed, like, that's why you just don't say, you don't, we kind of just assume things happen behind, but like, yes, that's why you don't actually articulate exactly what happened, you know? And when she said, which I felt was extra shocking that he had come up to her kissed her on the back of the head in the bathroom and said this day is just between us that night and then like told Jesse to Whoa. on camera told on but trail. basically told America and then told and then told Katie just like it was bad yeah it was that, bad yes and i that that came and
0: how that came out in that mm-hmm. finale and then her talking about it and yeah. so like vulnerably about it and so heartfelt. I mean, I agree. You really felt for her and you really felt how wrong it was that Zach did it. Because basically, I mean, I've seen I've seen the contracts that they have to sign. Like there's no going back. They can't, Zach couldn't have said it and then said, listen, you just can't run that. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. It's you're you're, once you sign,
1: like think about their ramifications and how it would affect her. No, like yeah. I, he wasn't thinking about her.
2: Which you I know. still, okay. I like, still he think he's. I don't. I still think he still isn't. I still he th- thinks he thinks I had my word. Like I think he still was very. I mean, if you see how quickly he eliminated all the villains, each like there was not one lot. If you were a villain for a second, you were out. And and I think he was so worried about public perception um that because people can get mad at the oftentimes the villains are kind of sexy and so all the women in the house hate the villains but they kind of like have the lead wrapped around their finger and then the public gets mad at the lead so i think he was so worried about being a bad guy that like he backed himself into a corner and it was not about Gabby's feelings. I think it was about how he came off, and and she was just collateral damage. It was brutal,
1: right? Well, and if I were her, I wouldn't want to be with him anyway. After that, like, yeah, do something like that. Yeah. And like, part of me was wondering. I mean, obviously, her tears at at after the final rose were Oof. so real, and yeah, so, but I was trying to like discern whether that was. A mix of like I still have feelings for you and you hurt me so badly, or just like I feel embarrassed and hurt in like the face of America. What Probably. did you from like being there? I mean, I would imagine,
2: you know, she's a human being and and she's young. And she's, she's young like and what and what I also like for me, what made her such a compelling contestant, and I think like you can tell that person was not there to become an influencer that person truly feels like they came because they thought they might this might be the person they want to marry for sincerely we have and I don't think we've had a contestant that kind of like Instagram pure in a long time and so this is not a person who seems like I got hurt, but at least now I can go on paradise or quit my job and do self-tanner boxes or whatever. Like, like, I think it's like, I thought I was going to marry you. You completely betrayed me. And now I've been shamed.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, like, she, I agree about her purity of motive. But I felt, you know, that the issue that she brought up about feeling like she's always second best. Oh, never sure. anyone's like anyone's first choice or any man's first choice Yeah, that I'll never find the person who will truly love me. And, but that echoed so many over the years, so many of the contestants say yeah. that and that they have, you know, such an insecurity. And they are these beautiful women who, yeah you know, lovely personalities that you think like any man would be so lucky or any person, let's not even get sexist here. Any person would be lucky to have them
2: as their partner. I, I, as you're saying that I was trying to picture how it would feel though. Like, imagine if you had this relationship that might, let's say it was your best relationship you ever had, you know, and you're going on these incredible dates and and the chemical, like you're isolated from your friends, your family, your phone, like 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 in anything, and you have the chemical sensation. I I believe that they fall in love, like to, like whatever, like you know, They're who am smitten, I? You know, yeah, it's, it's, like in a in a very large way. Yeah, and that is as intense, and for that to not be enough, and for them to be like, I mean, I know. For many years of my life, I was always like the quirky friend, you know what I mean? Like and oftentimes, like I was like the fun one, you know, and like they like in like high school or college or whatever, like early 20s, where and guys would always sort of pick the sort of pretty, slightly bland one. Like they'd be like, Oh, you're really fun. And maybe they would like smooch me or whatever. But it was like the one that like that they there's certain people that just always got the person. And it and which doesn't but like, and of course I took, you know, the narrative of like well, like, I, you know, I think it's easy to sort of write a narrative in your head. And it, when you're actually choose chosen second, I can see how it would reinforce any insecurities. I'm sure over time, you know, I found as I got older, I got more comfortable in my skin. I liked myself more. It'll work under the hood of my own car myself. <laughs> but like, like I can see how like that, that level of love is still not enough that they still pick somebody else. I can see how that would feel. Like that. I don't even know. Do you think? Absolutely. Do you guys think? I mean, I was, of
0: course, I'm, I'm watching what she went through and thinking, well, they, they have to make her the next Bachelorette after Crystal. But I don't know. Do you think she is too vulnerable? Like, would it be too much for her to have to handle that? Because, like, I, we've interviewed other Bachelorettes and, like, yeah. Rachel. Um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her last Rachel name. And Rachel Rachel Lindsay, Lindsay. you know, talks, uh, talk to us a lot about the pressure of having to kind of really think what the cameras are picking up and like it's, and, and of managing all these people, like it's not that easy to be the bachelor or the bachelorette. I don't know. Do you think
2: she could handle it, Allie and, and Arden? I mean, looking at, I do think it's like watching some of my, you know, I loved Gabby from last year, who was the bachelorette. Yeah. And like, I loved her and I, I see how, I mean, she was in an unusual position because there was another bachelorette, but yeah. like, I can see how I feel like the machine of it is hard on the lead. Yes. And, and I think in particular, I think it's a different thing for men and women. Like, it seems like a man it's probably hard to stay grounded or humble when you have, act like, like it's hard not to kind of get high on yourself that you've got like 25 to 30 beautiful women that are just there for you. I think for women, and this is of course generalizing, so, you know, like take it or leave it if this resonates. But like, I I feel like, I know I'm such a people pleaser and I would be worried about like hurting people's feelings or I'm sure- it would be hard to like trust your gut through that. Pro- like just to know, I, I, it seems like a, it seems like a challenging thing to go through and maintain your, like feeling, feeling okay within your skin. It feels like a hard role to play. Yeah. Allie, do you agree?
1: I do. I feel like, and this is going to sound bad. And again, like you said, like take it as you will, because I do, we, I love so many of the women who've been the bachelorette and I think yeah. like, all the great people but like, I almost feel like Gabby is like too good of a person to be the best. Yeah. yeah. Like she's like, yeah. Too, like, like, I want her to like go, like go out with her friends and bars in New York city and have yeah. someone come up to her. And then they like fall in love and yeah. buy a house in Westport, Connecticut and like live happily ever after. And like, so like, like, you know, like she deserves
2: Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: the <laughs> I other agree. thing that, yeah.
0: that the challenge is for um you know, I guess both sexes, but we really see it for the women is the guys that are just there for fame right. that's and right. they are pretending, because oh, that's been a big issue in a couple of seasons. And I worry about Gabby with her vulnerability being, you that's know, a good point for one of those guys who it turns out he actually has a girlfriend and he just wanted this
2: for fame. That's a really about. good point. Like, I think, you know, Talking to different contestants that have been on, a lot of times it feels like women have applied, and oftentimes the guys got scouted. So they'll be like, you know, like in Nashville, they'll be like, yeah, some lady came up to me in a bar, like, you know, or like I've been on dates with guys that were like, oh, yeah, I got scouted. They tried to get me, you know, like where they'll send people to like bars in Nashville, bars in San Diego, bars in New York, where you know, or they'll slide into DMs or like, so they'll get So they're not necessarily pursuing it. And then maybe they're like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, I could get fame. I quit my job for fame. It's like, maybe I'll go to paradise, but it's not like they're like, oh, I want to get married. You know, like, yeah, you know, they got, they're hot guys that got scouted.
1: Yeah. I do think that Gabby and Ariel could do well on paradise because a lot of those guys are like pre vetted.
2: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Like, knows and has seen kind
2: of where these guys are. But they might have already still been there for the first time for fame, and then they know that, like... Right. Well, that I, too. then I feel like maybe she wouldn't, like, go there. Well, okay, so I have a friend that asked me... Because we're all, we all think Ariel's just like the coolest, foxiest contestant that ever was. And
1: like, we just think she's but so like, I went she's, college with her. you did? Mm-hmm. Where did you go to school? PW. We were the same age. Like, like I went out, I would, would go out with her. Was she cool? Very cool. Like so cool that you kind of thought she hated everybody.
2: Yeah. She seemed <laughs> very poised. It's like
1: we weren't a there,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: She's, she's kind of reserved, a little reserved. She,
1: looks she really feels tall. like, su- she feels like
2: a woman. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. younger than me, but she feels like so put, she feels like such a put together adult. You know what I mean? Like there's something so oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, like a woman. So when my friend was asking if I thought she was going to go to paradise or if she was going to pull like a Tyler Cameron and then just go like date, like high echelon New Yorkers. <laughs> Was, I was like, she should do option B. She can go be <laughs> she could go be Tyler Cameron in Manhattan.
1: Absolutely. Well, and she is like obviously born and raised in the city and kind of in yeah. that crew. So she'll like yeah, I feel like Allie, she, is
0: she tall? She looks really tall.
1: Yeah. With big
2: boobs. I'm huge like boobs. huge boobs. Wow. Gore the perfect boob. We were all like, look what mother nature can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like really? you know. <laughs> And know. just like elegant and like,
1: you know, uh, well, why would she do it? Why would she be on the show? I We were all really surprised. Like we like group chatted, obviously. Yeah. Like, group in school, they were like, Ariel Frankl's going on The Bachelor. And I was like, what? And like, she also was like, like how I said, she was, it, it seemed like she was shy. Like she didn't really talk that much. She didn't, she went out a lot, but she wasn't like, a loud friend the one the one that you'd think would go on reality tv you i wonder know? if she got yeah. scouted yeah but she got to
0: me she was like that on the show i always felt like she was kind of a little reserved even when she was on her one-on-one dates
1: yeah. well i kind of think it's that eastern european like thing too. Like, I think like, you know, you're just kind of like from foreign parents, like, you're just like, you kind of observe and then react, which is probably a good thing versus just reacting. And so I think that's what made her so likable and well-spoken too. Like when she said, in after the final rose, how she felt like he took away her agency, like that everybody's talking oh, about her, like, Yeah, <laughs> You took away my agency <laughs> and we were in an, we agreed to be in an open relationship and you changed the parameters without telling me. I mean, wow yeah smart. like smart and able to read a situation well and then react and she, I think that like that's why she's qu- quote unquote quiet because she's not like stupid a little bit
0: you know she I agree
1: she loved her she loved her but she's
0: gonna get I mean maybe she did first of all maybe she just thought it would be an incredible experience yeah you know, to go through this. And I think that there definitely are, are women and men who do it. Cause I mean, it's, it's a pretty unique experience, but maybe she thought it would be a good career. Move. I mean,
1: I don't think that you go, I don't think you make it to the top three without actually being committed to finding love. Yeah. You know, I don't really, really? think you make it that far. I don't know. I think the most,
2: some seasons I would agree with that. I there, been, there are exceptions. Yeah, I think there's the some people end. that are like the farther you can get, the more followers you can get. Yeah, that fake it to the end. I mean, but but I do. I, I feel like his batch of women was such a great batch of women. Like they the the final four were so lovely. Like I can't remember who was before that, so I'm not trashing anybody else. Like they were like Charity, Ariel, Gabby, and Katie were such. Uh, like these are great any one of them is spectacular so um you know I just thought Ariel was such a great character and uh she would have been a great bachelorette to me I would have loved to watch that well yeah, but you still, never know she, she said she won't you
0: never right. know down the line but let's go I think we need to talk get back to our uh our couple like the what do you yes call it? yes the the, the finale yeah. couple that are our engaged and couple. I, mean,
1: I do think cause... that all these women were like too good for him. Oh, and agreed. <laughs> like <laughs> agreed. the one he ended up with, I think they were all too good for him. I'm just putting that out there, but yes to the Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Well, it kind of feels that way a lot on, on this show, but they do seem genuinely in love and happy and committed and less like we've seen, I mean, first of all, I love I did love Katie and I loved her even more on the after the Rose because it seemed like she just relaxed more. She was so relaxed, yeah. you're looking a little dismissive. me? I'm feeling it. you're not feeling Katie. you know what? I, I just
2: it. felt like I didn't like I felt like she shamed Gabby at the Rose ceremony at the at the I when she was like, I know it was you. like I didn't like that comment at after the fantasy Suites thing. And then when when Gabby said, I, f- I feel like I have the scarlet letter, I really liked her and that, and I know people are saying maybe it was edited one way, maybe, to me it felt like why point that, like why, I felt like there was no reason to say that to her, and it felt a little unkind, like, that it clearly rattled Gabby, like, That like, why point out that, you know, she had sex? Like, I didn't like that. So that's when I got a little bit like very much team. But
0: maybe, but listen, that could have been like her incredible insecurity at that time. I'm sure. She didn't know who was going to be
2: chosen. So I know. I just still felt like if that's your friend, like all it did was seem to like, it just felt like slightly why say that under your breath? Like I just, it felt slightly shaming to me. And I'm just like, I know that the edit thing, who knows? I know these are very savvy editors and that that means I'm very easily led as a viewer that, but that's when I just felt like, oh, Oh, that had a little bite. Like, and again, I'm rooting for them. I'm happy for them. It, to me, I guess it feels like maybe as the person that was quirkier growing up, like like it feels like the safer choice so I think it might be have been rooting for like like in some ways it feels like quirky doesn't usually win and it didn't again and I think maybe that's why I was like okay well like this feels predictable and I'm happy for them and I think they'll be happy but I felt like Gabby was like kind of a quirky choice
1: do you think that I know this is terrible like he didn't no he wasn't going to choose gabby but just wanted to like sleep with her one time type thing like i'm sure yeah i wondered about that to too from like from when he husband. said when he said so that he, i
0: just yeah yeah like when he said well i didn't really know until the last supper or the dinner date like really like you seemed yeah. you were so incredibly sure by the end that she, she was talk to yeah. her at the proposal that you're the one I want to spend my life with you really you didn't make that decision to like a night before or two nights before
2: and then why tell her you love her he told her he loved her after they slept together and then he said he was falling in love with her again he reiterated on the beach She said these are feelings of love so why say that to her I, I I just I think I felt so protective of her that what you're saying is not so much about Katie and more about my own like it was so brutal to watch what happened to Gabby the last two episodes? I think that's what you're seeing in me. And I like, I actually think Katie is lovely and a perfect choice for him. It just feels so predictable, <laughs> but she's—I mean, she's lovely. So she, I think they'll be very happy. I actually think they have a good chance of making it. I think that they, you know, they seem like they—they they fit together. Um. So I do wish them nothing but the best. The the viewer, the game, the person that watches me, it like a fantasy football league. It would have been so thrilling if if a Gabby had won,
1: yeah, To me now, looking ahead to charity, yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on that choice as the next bachelor? I don't know you mentioned before you love her are you- um,
2: I think she's adorable. I think she will I'm glad they picked her. I mean, I think there was I think she or Ariel would have been great. I think both of them were good choices. I think they I'm glad they like it wasn't. Uh, I don't know who else it would have been. I think Charity's a great choice. I think she's charming and likable. Um, I hope they get good guys for her. Her yeah. family was adorable. Like, yeah, I hope they get good guys. And she's got her undercover brother. Her undercover there. brother. And um, yeah, I think I think she's sweet as can be. And I'm glad they picked her.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that the seasons are closer now. I hated when there was such a long wait between them. Yeah. And it must be, yes, good for your podcast too. Yeah. I want to say one other, th- I've got to say something else though about Katie. Please. And about, about Zach. First of all, she's from Toronto and I'm from Toronto. Okay. So. I do love a Canadian. I love yes, a Canadian. Yes, they, you know, they've had a few Canadians over the years and they've made it to the finales. But. You know, and I looked back, it was really funny because I looked at her Instagram. She went to Queens University, which is nice. a really well-known university there. And my niece goes there. And she's just, it was so funny to see her wearing like all the, the t- like t-shirts and sweatshirts from all kind of local places that I Yes. Knew. But then I look back at Zach and his, did you see his Instagram and scroll back? Uh uh-uh. He was so different. Like when he was in high school, he's really like a dork.
2: Like it's a complete transformation. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I feel like his personality is still slightly dorky. And then like when you see him dancing and stuff, like he's he's got kind of dad vibes energy, but like 26, he feels like your stepdad that's coming to your college to take you and your friends out to like for a free meal at like the Cheesecake Factory. Like he's like, oh, you know, Carl, you know, like, yeah, Carl's married to my mom. He's a good guy. Like the fact that he's 26 is bananas. He does have like former dork energy. And like, um, yeah, I totally believe that. Well, I think you have to take a look at his Instagram. Okay, for sure. I mean, the fact that he narked on himself in high school says it all.
0: Yeah, like you, you would not recognize him if you didn't know. You go, wait, that's. Him. I can't wait. I'm going
2: to do that as soon as we get off. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it on your next podcast.
2: No, Katie, I thought was it. I mean, they were so. I mean, from the very first date in the museum, like they were. She's a she's warm. She's lovely. I also don't think she was there for Instagram followers. Like I think she's like a lovely warm i really believe she just wants to get married she wants a good man like i i actually think they will be a happy couple like if they can survive fame yeah. i think they will be a um i actually think they're a nice match and like probably an easier fit than with Gabby long term like i think like their temperaments and uh, i actually think they will be a good i think she's a good choice for him um so that again it was just the, the side of me that was rooting for the Corky gal of
1: course she's
0: a yard ER nurse so it's yeah. hard to i mean that's a pretty serious job
1: yeah yeah no, she's
2: she's warm lovely affectionate beautiful maternal loyal okay, you don't like, have to say all these nice things just but she is she, no it's true like like I don't have anything this bad to say again it is nothing against her I, I did except for that one comment which could have been editing but like like she's gracious and beautiful and lovely and cool I just I just was so protective of Gabby in the last two episodes
1: I'm really excited to see what Gabby does next I feel like yeah She's going to blossom like a phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah.
0: And I mean, we have seen if she decides to go bachelor in paradise, if she goes yeah. to paradise, we have seen women that just went through so much heartbreak. Yeah. On the bachelor,
2: really find love there. Oh, she could be like a Raven and Adam situation. Yeah.
1: Probably.
2: Right. Oh. She's like a Raven. She's as lovable. Raven was so lovable. She's a Raven and Adam.
1: Absolutely. She can go
2: get her Adam. Adam's a great guy. Yeah. I do. Allie and I have discussed
0: this before. Does it really, it bothers us though. And I wonder how you, you and your podcast cohorts feel um, that they, so few of the, like the leads ask questions on camera Yeah, about, like values in life and goals, and how yes. you raise kids and careers and yes, how that work. Like they just always talk about their feelings and their connection to each other. And you're like,
2: well, what is
0: drawing you two together? Like, well, you can't
2: 100 percent. And I think that's why I got very upset at Zach, and we all did when Greer was talking about Q four goals. And like, it's the first time we heard somebody say the phrase. I have certain goals. I have goals. I have certain points I have to meet It's important to me. I do Q4 and he, his shaming of her for like, like, you know, that's, we haven't really heard people talk much about what, what like their careers the or what they do. Life. Yeah. And like the fact that her wrist got slapped for saying that, um, when she was just trying to, like, it was important to her and it was, you know, an end of the year deadline. And, and, how shaming he how that got shut down so fast um yeah it's wild to me that you can pick a spouse and you know like what do you like to do for fun what's your like what are your friends like do you have hobbies like you know like what do you do if you're like something bad like how do you recalibrate if if you have a setback like what's your mental health like like you know what do you do for like no there's there's none of that yeah (laughs) Yeah, and yeah. we
0: we um like Ali and I when we interviewed Rachel Lindsay, like we really liked that she did bring up serious subjects as a bachelorette. Yes. in her yeah. conversations, and wanted to yes. make sure they're on the same page because yes, I mean you have to you can't end up marrying somebody who is believes in you know you know women should only do this or that yeah and you don't agree or you have different politics completely. I mean,
2: I know. I know. today. <laughs> yeah. Jim Jeffries, who's on my podcast, always so was like, nobody's like, who'd you vote for? Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody. <laughs> there's nothing. Did you vote? Like, you know, like, like there's just nothing, nothing. There's none of that. It's, um, I mean, it, it also seems like just talking to people who've been through it, while there's been more successful relationships from paradise where you're actually getting engaged to somebody that maybe you've spent 30 hours with, you know, versus paradise, you get to have like a month or something, you know, like that you don't get that extended time because it's like dates here, but like, there's not that many hours total that you've been with somebody before you have to propose, you know, that that's kind of like, and that that's hard. I think they're going to make it. I think, I think, I believe they're going to get married and I think they're going to be happy. I think they're going to be a win for the bachelor.
1: What (laughs) about you,
0: Allie? What's your, what's your vote?
1: I think that they will too. I think how Arden said, like their temperaments are similar. They're just like, I think that what they're going to be like is one of those couples that like leaves the spotlight. pretty. The fact that they're staying in
2: Austin and they're not like, we're moving to Nashville or LA. yeah yeah like the fact that in theory for now staying in austin if they can stay if they stay in austin and keep their jobs yeah, and then do some fun extra bonus you know it would get some free trips going to sandals or whatever like <laughs> that like if they can do some or do some fun sponsored content online
1: but keep their jobs yeah i think they stand a chance of making it agreed. And I kind of think Katie's so level-headed and that she wants that for me them. too.
2: She and was love. I mean her family seemed lovely. She's adorable. She's so sweet. Um I hope they make it. Like I really do I hope you know as much as like as much as I think again the audience was rooting for Gabby. I think everybody was happy that we got a couple. Like I think ultimately it was a happy ending cuz every like that we got a couple that's actually going to like it's been a while. The irony yes. is that Ari's actually like he he and his bride actually seem very happy. Like after the nightmare of how it I went know. down, they seem really happy together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, and the thing is, what? Well, I'll just bring this up because Arden, of course, Arden, you wrote this incredible book. What? Tell us the name. Tell our audience name of your book.
2: It's called Little Miss Little Compton. And uh, yes, it's a, it's a memoir. My parents were not uh, dating. They were coworkers in New York city. In order to get extra vacation time, they married on a dare and they stayed, they stayed married um, the rest of their lives. I love that. you, you are the perfect person to be obsessed
0: Yeah. people who yeah in the oddest ways like weren't they just they were out co-workers they were
2: co-workers friends. they uh, you know one night they everybody got two weeks vacation time but if you went on a honeymoon you got an extra two weeks and then they figured out the like oh we can beat the man so they were they were having cocktails and my dad was like dared my mom he's like i'll let's get married. I'll take you down to like South America for a month. We'll have a fun honeymoon. We'll come back and get it annulled. And then, um, the next day my mom called him, they agreed. And then the next day my mom called back and she's like, I'll do it, but I don't want to get it annulled. And my grandparents wow. never knew they met him as his, uh, her fiance. They got married, uh, six weeks later and she borrowed her best friend Arden, her wedding dress and, uh, off you go. <laughs> so they married
0: after six weeks and they went on the the honeymoon but yeah I I would just always want to still know like why she she barely knew this guy yeah dad why she decided I don't want to just get an old and why he still did it
2: (laughs) you know I think I think they were attracted to each other and they must have been flirting yeah I think he was sort of fun like he was kind of like the bad boy, like a little wild and fun. She'd had her heart broken by like a nice guy in college that she was with for like four years. And she thought she was going to marry him. She was a year older than him. And he ended up in the year that she graduated, he met somebody at college. And I think for her and, you know, back in the day, I think she thought she was going to be quote an old maid at like 24. Yeah, And I think there was a little bit of like the revenge dress. Of like, okay, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, so-and-so who broke my heart. Guess what? I'm marrying this sort of fun, flashy guy while you live in upstate New York. I'm marrying this fun, flashy guy and we're going on a fun honeymoon. And like, I got married too. (laughs) I think there was a little bit of that.
0: And X years and how many kids later?
2: Yeah, I mean like, you know, 50 years, two kids, like, you know, like- I mean, they were definitely a quirky duo, but like, um, but they had a good time. Like they had fun, you know, like, you know, ne- who you never know. It's sort of a leap of faith at any moment in time. So it's sort of a, a wish and a prayer, a leap and a jump and like, you know, see what happens. You well, have if, that it. looks like on your Instagram, you've got
0: a new romantic interest. You I can- sure
2: do. Oh, I have that- a new. I have a new guy. It's, uh, it's almost nine months now. I met him in real life, not on the apps. IRL. (laughs) IRL. Um, and yeah, he's, it's been fun. He's fun. He lives in New York. So, but he's here right now. He's in LA and, uh, we've been having a really good time. He's great. Doctor. Um, he's not a real doctor. We call him, um, he's not a real doctor. He, uh, his name is Sanyam Sharma. And, but one time he was calling, uh, his bank and like, he was like, there's something wrong with his credit card. And he was like, can you, and he made them write down his name, blah, blah. blah. I was like, can you just read it back? Cause he was trying to get, he lost his wallet and he was like making, they hadn't mailed him the card yet. So then I heard on speaker, the lady say, he's like, can you read it back to me? And so she called him sham, shamawa. <laughs> <laughs> Shamwam Shimawa. So we call him Dr. Shamwam Shimawa because it's the greatest name that's ever happened. That's amazing. Dr. Shamwam Shamwam Shamawa. <laughs> so um yeah, Dr. Shamwam Shamawa is uh is just you know, we laugh a lot and it's been really good. Yeah, he wasn't even a cat guy, and now he's inside playing with uh, mittens and meows. So there you go. <laughs> well, listen. If you have, uh, you know, any news to share about that, make
0: sure that you share. Let us know. And we yes, honey, I'll keep podcast. you posted. If there's any rose that will be accepted.
2: I'll bring Dr.
0: Shamwam on, oh, and we, yeah. can, we can make our announcement Absolutely.
2: with you guys. <laughs> yes, we need him.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know yeah, mittens
2: ex- and meows meow shamwam and i can come make a big announcement
0: hope, and, um, anything else you want us to know that you're working on right now
2: um i'll be on the next season of marvelous mrs Maisel, which is the final season well, it starts O-M-P. in yeah yes yeah, so that Love starts that show. in april and then two things i have a a live show that I'll be doing my podcast. Will you accept this rose? Uh, I'll be doing a live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn, Saturday, April fifteenth at seven p.m. with Margaret and Joe from Real Housewives of New Jersey, Michelle Collins, the comedians flying in from Europe to do it, Brian Sofie from Attitudes Podcast is doing it. We have all sorts of great people, and then I'm starting a brand new podcast with Brian on iHeart called No Autographs Please that starts this Friday. It's an improv podcast. It's Super fun! We have guests like Lauren Lopkis, um, Paul F. Tompkins, Drew Drogi. It's a blast, and um, that will be the first episode is up on Friday. Oh, we're
1: fantastic! So excited for you. Thanks, yes. thanks, Maybe thanks. You're that
2: Brooklyn show, that sounds be, so fun. You should come. It's got, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to sneak into Ariel's DMs, and like, I'm gonna wait oh. till like, I'm gonna wait till like midweek next week because I figured this week is bananas, but I'm gonna try to get her to come to the show. Definitely.
0: Yes. Definitely. Well, yeah. Allie and I would be. Interested. Would you guys like to come?
2: I would love yeah, the audience. This. Like, like you know, like you did. No, you no, did. come. It's so fun. It's okay. so fun. It's so silly. I will have everybody get you the details and I'll put you guys on oh, the list. We would excellent. love to have you.
0: Excellent. Well, listen, it was wonderful to have you join us. for this Thank you so much for having bachelor me. Break, re, finale breakdown and okay. couldn't have had a better person and we have to do this again and so thank likewise you. yeah thank you so much Arden, thank you, Arden. bye, bye you guys thanks you for having you. me bye <laughs> guys thanks for having me bye, bye. 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 bye.